welcome in to Studio A of our CHGO offices here in the West Loop of Chicago. We're your hosts. I'm Sean Anderson. That's Herb Lawrence. Hello. We're coming to you live after a White Sox winner. You goddamn right. Over the Chicago Cup. 5-3. And not only did the White Sox win, but Herb, what did the Charlotte Knights do? Charlotte Knights won. Won. What did the Birmingham Barons do? They won. Thank you, Edgar Caro, with a walk-off bomb and another one, too, for good measure. What did the Canapolis Cannonballers do? You got damn right they won, too. What did the Winston-Salem Dash do? Probably lost, but they no. won. <laughs> the whole organization swept. When was the last time they did that? 1952? That was the first time in ever. The Dash didn't even exist. Because their minor league is terrible as their professional team. How you feeling? Man, as I said on my tweet, the White Sox have been terrible this year, and it's been a terrible year for us covering this team. We've been sad, we've been mad, angry, apathetic at points. Today, as I said in pregame, this is, our, this is our Super Bowl. This is our World Series. This is the series that we need as White Sox fans so we can't have our Cup fan friends talking all the yak in our ear like they were when they went up to guarantee rate and they got two there. So I told y'all, don't let the White Sox win today. Because tomorrow, at the game, me, Sean, will be at the game yelling, talking all the shit that we can in front of you Cub fans. And when we win the Cup, I'm going to spike it at Wrigley Field. Right on home plate, just spike that shit. Take a drink out of the BP Cup and then spike it right in your face. And, you know, I mean, they tried talking some smack. Oh. You know, again, we can see into the, the Cubs beat, guys. Um, in Slack, you have the ability to view any beat that's – in CHGO, and our friend Corey Friedman, frequent visitor of Sunnyside uh, Cannabis Dispensary. Love him. Love the man. Set at 7.02. Go Cubs. Hoping for a sad Sean and Herb tonight. Herb, are you sad? Oh, Corey, you're going to have to wait. You're going to have to wait until the White Sox go out to Denver this weekend because ain't going to be sad this week. Wrigley, we run Wrigley. And you know who else runs Wrigley? Number 88. Oh, yes, he did. Goddamn right. You said you mentioned stuff you said on pregame. Uh, who's your click that picks? My click to pick was one Luis Robert Jr., and I predicted him to hit a home run. And what did he do? He hit a goddamn home run. Why? Like, just a question for me. Just one question, folks. If you look at the White Sox lineup and you say, one guy I cannot afford to hang a slider versus, that guy Zach is Luis Remolo. Robert Jr. Oh. And then he does it twice. Luis missed one of them outside zone. And then the next one, Mercy, just absolutely obliterated that ball. What are you doing, Julie Merriweather? I love that you did it because it felt so delicious. <laughs> Man, when that, when that, like a jolt of lightning hit me when he hit that ball, I was like, baby. And then the, the pimping. Oh, mm. my goodness. Mm. Do we have the any essence. Do we have any photos of the that, Steven? I, I, I know I, we were going to save it. I could pull some up. Let, let, let's, I know the White Sox had some on their Twitter that were just absolutely gorgeous. Um, but we appreciate everyone hanging out in the winner's lounge, as Courtney mentioned. Uh, so make sure you're hitting that thumbs up button. We appreciate everyone hanging out with us. Mm. Um, but, Herb, you picked them, and we've yep. been doing these shows for about two years. Yep. And we finally get to pay off the bit. I guess not. it hasn't been two years exactly, because this was a promotional gift last year, right? Yeah. Yes, that I got from Guaranteed Rate yes, last year. And they're like, Herb, will you wear the chain? I was like, no, nah, I'll only wear the chain if I pick Luis Robert to click, and then he actually wins the pick to click. So... Yeah. For the God. whole show, Herb is going to rock God a lot of right. You see that 88? It's not the Lubob chain because it, they, they don't make Lubob chains because those are that would be a stupid idea. My neck might turn green, but damn it, I'm wearing this chain the whole damn time. <laughs> like the Clark Hogan bobblehead, uh, the Lubob uh, chain does not exist. Um, it looks pretty good on you. Yeah, it does. I can't lie. And it feels I'm, good, too. I'm glad that uh, you have, okay, not even Robert on your chest. No, I got. I have my other, in Mankata. My other shirt, my gray shirt, has Anderson and Mankata, or Anderson and mm. Robert Jr. This one I just wore because I like the darker shirts better than gray shirts. Yeah, it looks good on you. Yeah. Um, thank you. Well, first off, shout out to um, Louis Robert Jr. 110 off the bat, 422 feet. Uh, he hit that one into the night, uh, nearly onto Waveland, as yes. we figured out. Uh, I think about two rows short. 
uh, short of that. So uh, absolutely insane. We'll talk a little bit later about the prettiest Robert home run in his career. We had a little Twitter poll. Uh, so head over to at CHGO underscore White Sox to go check that out. Um, but you're wearing your chain. Yep. You're looking icy. You're feeling fresh. Uh, so fresh and so clean. Um, but we also have more to pay off because yeah. this is a four-game series against the Cub. Yes, it is. And they won the first two, mm-hmm. and we won one. So, yes, they can win the series if they win tomorrow. But do we care? Oh, hell yeah, we care. Well, yeah, we ca- But even, even if they lose tomorrow, do we care? No, I'll be at the game drunk and talking shit to the Cub fans. Well, and because we have this moment. Oh, yeah. We have been able to enjoy one win where Luke... Luke talks a lot of shit. Luke, Luke enjoys to talk a little White Sox smack. You know, it, it just feels like a, an, an innate uh, thing to him. He's pretty quiet today. Very quiet. And uh, Cody, Cody, if you guys are wondering, too, like the CHO Cubs people are literally like 10 feet away from my left hand. And they're in Studio B sulking. Why are they in Studio B? Because that's the loser's lounge. Oh, right. Okay. This is the, where the winners are. Studio A. Air be, conditioning. Yeah, exactly. We're comfortable. Yeah, they got to be in that stuffy Studio B. Even though I like Studio B. Been comfortable over there way too far with the Cubs Sox playing because those some bitches been winning way too much. Studio A stands for air conditioning. Um, but Cody has a bit. A yes. good friend, my dear friend Cody from at CHG underscore bet has a bit um, on the Cubs show where he chugs a Goose Island. And it, it's a it's a three one two every time. It it's is a, a three a, one two every time. But it's a three one two tall boy every time. Yeah, this one. Yeah, he does the full sixteen ounce. Yes. Is that is that confirmed, Stephen, or does he, he do he does, twelve he ounces? Does. Okay. He used to do twelve ounces, and he's he switched over. He does to it very 16. slowly. All right. So oh, he does it very. Now you're talking shit. Herb, I mean, was, Herb said he was not going to do this. You're going to do, do this? I'll do it. Okay. I'll find so the bat. There's a, there's, a, there's a beer bat that they sell at the, the Cubs game. You're going to go get it? Yeah. Uh, and Cody does this thing where he, he pours the beer into the bat. He gives a, a couple uh, salutes, salutations, a little, what's it, what does he call Toasts? He, uh, Cup, he, I flip it over. There you go. He honors a lot of different people involved with the beer bat what of the he, night. What does he call it, though? Ooh, his, ooh, there's a word for that. What does he call that? Winning chug? Why don't you go ask him? Why don't you go bug him? I don't you're, care. You're in the air. Uh, Who cares? Yeah. What are you doing? Because I want to make sure that it's an authentic bit. I want to make sure that we do this as true as we possibly can. Uh, he, he says uh, the greatest beer company in Chicago, Goose Island. We have no issue of saying that. Um, and we are enjoying the air conditioning. Thank you, Hawks with Socks. Um, as Stephen bugs Cody right now, uh, I want you to think about the, the person that you're going to toast uh, Herb, the, the 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 thing that you are most grateful for tonight as you chug this beer. I think Cody's record is about nine seconds. Um, I've seen you chug the nine point nine percent beer, huh? Dedication. Dedications. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, salutations. Dedications. Are the same thing. Um, what's his What's his time record, Stephen? Do you know? A lot of heads. It's It's not yeah. good. Uh, yeah, you got. Way too much hot on that four. Uh, mm-hmm. I think it's like 14, 12 to 14, somewhere in that range. Bear, I guarantee you I'll be 12 to 14? With all this head. I guarantee I think, you all this head. Settle, we settle, settle. Settle. That, what, oh, yeah. I mean, you can let it settle. You yeah. want me to hold your, your We got a whole one-hour show. You okay. can get beer. Yeah. Um, I, I, I thought it was – I thought he's got under 10. If he has, I wasn't there for it. Okay. So – supposed to, like, put your nose sweat on it. You, uh, yeah, I'm no, sorry, what did you just do? It's not supposed to put the, the, the sweat from your Oil. nose in there, and it like makes the foam makes go the down. Makes the foam go down? Mm. You could just that? pour the beer correctly. Wow. I've never done this before because <laughs> I'm a grown man, and I drink it out of the can. Um, but and to make fun of Cody, which he said was fine, and to steal their bit, I'm going to do it much faster than he does. Are you going to do it? With, you're not going to wait? I mean, whatever you want me to I do. I can wait. I mean, it's whatever it's the folks chuck. who are let, watching let live right now on YouTube tell me to much. drink it and put some bets out. How I about, want, how about we, we don't do it until we get 40 likes? Okay. How's that? Okay, we won't do it until we get. We got 19 right now. If you want to see Herb chug this beer, I want to see we some damn likes. We got 77 people watching. Let's give them more realistic 30 likes. Okay. 11 of you that are commenting right now that haven't liked, make sure you go and like it. And I do like Albert's. Uh, uh, comment, uh, Luis Roberts, pimp job, should be on a banner in front of Guaranteed Rate Field. Uh, did you see what Allie White Sox uh, was tweeting? I did not. Uh, Queen of the 108. Uh, 
she had, I think, posted yesterday. Uh, why is this still up? And it's literally a banner that features Lance Lynn still. Oh, and they took God. it down today. So, hey, good job, Guaranteed Ray Field. Where are we there? Um, 32, holy. So, I told, I so told go, you 30 was too low. Go make the banner. Are we at 32? Okay. Yeah, well, 32. Yeah, shit, going. hey. We, is that all we have to do is hold you guys hostage? Yes. Say, oh, we won't, we won't have the show go on until we, you guys give us a certain amount of likes? I'll do it. Uh, 33, though. Oh, well, shout out Aaron Rowan. Uh, Herb, are you ready? Oh, wow. You're three minutes. You're, you're up, screwed. I, there's a whole thing you uh, got to do with this. All right. See, now Herb, I can do it. We want to give a shout out to the greatest beer company in Chicago, Goose Island. Um, shout out to 312, Goose Honk. Uh, Freddie Gaska saying nine seconds. Uh, Kevin K. Asko is saying 8.5. What do you think is your number going to be? I'm gonna, I'll give you 10.5 over under. Under. Okay. Uh, I know you have, and Stop. Dougie Fresh have, have chugged, and you have pounded a 9.9% tropical beer hugs like they're nothing. Um, so I, I expect you to go under 10.5, but why don't you give a, a quick dedication? Before you do that, Who are Sean, you I just, thinking I just want to let you know, just for accounting for any errors, uh, Luke would typically time it as well. So if you okay. could also get your phone ready. All right, all right. And what, what, what are we saying? All right. Dedicating That's this right. to, of course, my uh, fiance, Courtney. Oh. Dog watching at home, nice. um, Ziggy. He's probably uh, enjoying me being on TV. Hello, Ziggy. Hello, Courtney. Hi, Ziggy. Um, and also, the best damn player in this town. Amen. Luis Robert Jr. Maybe the best player in baseball if Shohei Itani retired today. Ready? Yes, and also for Wheaton always. For, for Wheaton North. Wheaton North. Go Falcons. Not, not the South. When it touches the lips. Here we Southerners go. are the worst. Ready? Yep. And we're off. Oh, and he splashes it all over his chest. It's cascading down, and he's Holy done. shit. He's done. Half of the beer, ha- uh, f- half four of those 16 ounces is all over his shirt. It's a tiny dribble. You I'll have do- 6.12. I'll do more. You can oh, chug later. faster than you can run. That's probably true. <laughs> I have 5.1. So you either did that in five seconds or you did that in six it's seconds. a very awkward thing. I don't know how Cody does this. It's very awkward. Slowly. Yeah. Yeah. Slowly. Like, Jesus. Yeah, Steven, that's probably why the thing. Are like, you backing up this shit, talk? It's just like, you know, we just, oh, it's about to say something when the kids would say pause in the middle, which, but I won't because I'm not that guy. This beer came on my face oh. too much. <laughs> the head of the beer came on your face too much? Uh, Mercy. All right. Late night. Uh, oh, it's a really good show. Uh, why don't you give me that beer? I, I, you, I, Are you going to do it? Oh, look at Sean. We had to do it too. I mean, we're all saying, do we, Cody. How many wins? <laughs> how many wins this year are we expecting to get over the Cubs? Two. Okay. Are we going to have a post game tomorrow? No, we're not. So we have to celebrate. We have to celebrate the second win tomorrow. Uh, I'm dedicating this. Uh, did you say to the best player in Chicago? Yes. To the best player in Chicago. Shout out to number 88. Uh, I'm probably going to do this in 88 seconds. I might just sit here and drink a beer. That's cool. I might just, I might just chillax and drink a beer. I mean, I don't need did, to drink out the same thing. If you if you're just going to that's true. Chill with well, it. hold on. I'm a, I'm a Catholic. This doesn't freak me out. I'm a well. I don't know if I'm a Catholic. I went to Catholic schooling for years, but you know what we do in Catholicism is the priest shirt clears it. You know, yeah. It's like the five second rule. If you got if you got a shirt around, you're, you're gonna kill all the germs. Um, did we dis? I was gonna ask that. Did we disinfect this? No, I probably got germs that Cody oh, has. Oh so yeah, me- Cody. I should have said something about this. Cody does usually wash it up beforehand, not after. So, yeah, it, it looked clean. No, there was nothing in it. You might add some Cody on there. Yeah. Well, I'm again. I just wa- I just I just wiped the shirt off. Melissa said, "Sean, you just jinxed us uh, again." I, I I really think Herb, and while I fill up this beer, I really think it just depends on if Luis Robert hits home runs. Yes. Because he's the only good baseball player on the team. And if I was the Cubs, and just to give him a little secret, pitch around him every time, even in that ninth inning. Where oh, Azale was pitching towards him and he hung one, which Luis Robert didn't crush. I thought it was a dumb bat or dumb uh, job to pitch to Luis Robert when the White Sox have not literally nobody else to pitch to because Aloy can run into one, especially versus the Cubs. Look at that poor. That was a perfect poor. But if you choose to pitch to Luis Robert with a base open when you don't need to pitch to Luis Robert, you deserve to lose, especially versus these woeful White Sox. Yeah, he hit the ball hard, extreme, extremely hard three different times today. Two were outs. One was that absolute bomb of a homer. Yeah, I don't know what they were thinking there. They weren't. Um, 
They they absolutely weren't thinking. Are um, you gonna? I'm so chug proud it? of this pour. Are you gonna? Oh, it's perfect. <laughs> I guess I have to. You're try not it chugging it until we get 50 likes. We're at 38 right All now. All right, yeah, 50 likes then. That works. I now I could I could breathe and calm down. Um, if you don't want to do it, I can do it again so I can get a reprieve. Shout out to to Fred who says, Sean is a pro, so four seconds with lots of spillage. I, does it count if I just dump it all over the floor? You know, beer, beer is mostly water, so this will just evaporate in like barely, two days. I could barely feel it on me where Might the part like that I, I did actually spill it. It was um, good, good wicking on that shirt. <laughs> all, all that water was uh, wicked. You know away. what happened? The Luis Robert chain soaked it Protect up. Protect you? The he's, Panther. He's wa- are Panthers waterproof? Um, and thank you, Brett, for shouting out the Aloha shirt. I, we appreciate you guys watching. I mean, I can't lie. Um, this team is 24 games under 500. We have 103 people watching. We have Michael Jordan number of likes. Um, you guys are honestly the, the good Michael, the, the diehard, the bad Michael Jordan. Well, 45. Our Michael Jordan. <laughs> you only, you only want one number, one number with the White Sox. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, I mean, this is this is not a fun season. No. So we're trying to have as much fun as possible. And again, when Luis Robert Jr. does that, how could you not have fun? I mean, I don't. Is that better than the uh, the Aloy Homer with a thanks Cubs remark? No, because then we were ascending, we were going somewhere, and we knew like that would be extra hurtful because we have great Aloy that was going to get even better, which he hasn't. Now you know we're bad. And we need to fight any morsel that of joy that we can find. And when it hit, I know you and I know myself was just greatly like energized and especially watching it in front of three Cub fans. And mm-hmm. Kevin Wells is the producer for them and Cody Domendo and Luke Stuckmeyer. Seeing them and their faces drop felt great. It did feel felt great. awesome. They've been getting great jokes off of us a whole year, even last year. This one win feels delicious. It does. It feels vindication, even though we know we're still a bad team, and even though the Cubs might win tomorrow. It's it, awesome. It feels good that Ravi's in here. Uh, Dave's on here. Feeling feeling a little pain. He's not watching CHO Cubs. He's watching <laughs> CHO White Sox. I appreciate you, Ravi, not hiding when the times are tough. Appreciate you, brother. And feels I, great. I, it's one loss. I, I don't think the White Sox are ruining the Cubs season. Oh, if they win the, tomorrow, they're ruining the season. The Reds lost. The Marlins lost. I think the Giants are losing. The Brewers, the Brewers are playing the Dodgers later on. I mean, they're probably losing. I mean, that, you guys will probably not lose any ground. Um, so we'll see. 47 likes. So we're at Tukey Tucson's number. We still got three to go. We need to get to John Danks. What about Danks, folks? Um, one to one in the fifth. Brewers and Dodgers. All right. And, uh, I was, I'm watching the Cubs stream, and I almost read their super chat. And so. Tom said, and they let the Brewers sweep the White Sox, too. So extra saltiness. Remember the Cub fans saying, you guys can't do anything. It's like, we're White Sox fans. We know the White Sox can't do a damn thing. You guys relied on them? That was dumb. Well, and, like, you can just score more than th- – I mean, you let the Sox score four runs. I mean, that's your one mistake. Again, don't pitch to Luis Robert Jr. They scored five runs. Oh, they did score five runs. Apparently, don't pitch to – that's the 50th like. <laughs> don't pitch to Andrew Benintendi. Don't pitch to Elvis Andrews. Yeah, don't <laughs> don't pitch to Slapper. Um, and, and also, walking Andrew Benintendi on four pitches from Kyle Hendricks, um, I mean, they just didn't help themselves. Uh, oh, you scared me. I thought Vinny's joining. You, I mean, Steven, I, I Nobody ever sees this. You can just, I see it. Do you not understand mode. that? My guy, da- my guy Law, the Dash Law, saying don't spill that beer, which you have to drink now because we're at the number that you oh, called we are. for. Oh, great. Don't spill on your beautiful shirt. I'm Thank predicting you. you're gonna do it in like 12 seconds. Ah. Herb, can I get the backup timer from you as well? You wanna yes. you wanna give me an over under? You're gonna give me over under 12? Yeah. Or you wanna say like 11 and a half or 12 and a half? I'm gonna say 11 and a half. All right, Stephen, over under. I'm gonna go just under. I'm gonna say over. You guys have way too much faith in me. Why am uh, I? Co- why do I have this? Cody do it in like 12 seconds. On, he has practice. What? Didn't the first time he do it take a minute? Yeah, hmm. probably. The first time he did it, it, w- it was not successful. If you don't want to do it, I'll do it. I no. never said I didn't want to do it. I'm just trying to set myself up to that. I'm probably going to have beer go up my nose. Victor Von Doom says 17 seconds. Is that more right. what you're well, like? KPW says 13 what? six, and that guy's usually right. Yeah, KPW yeah. is pretty tight. He should tight go get Vlad Guerrero Jr. right. That guy sucks. All right. I'm going to dedicate this to all 110 sickos in here. 
We love you very, very much. You are very, very loved. We're very, very excited to hang out with all you diehards that are joining us at the uh, Crosstown Classic tomorrow. Um, uh, I, I I agree with Armando. Maybe four, four hours. Oh, was that four hours and twenty minutes? Like or four, four minutes? minutes? Okay, I like four minutes twenty nine. Yeah, four minutes twenty seconds and uh, sixty nine milliseconds. Um, but I'm going to dedicate this to to all the people watching right now, all of our diehards, and to of course Luis Robert Jr. Right? Don't choke. That's a cup. Thing. I mean, not choke. You know, know, that's a but cup. Don't thing. you know? Choke on the beard. Really? Take it as slow as you can. Okay. Three, two. Uh oh. Sean is drinking the beer right now. He's Mercy. doing. He can't do the the actual chugs. He can't take too much down. Eh, that's what she said. Um, Sean is still just drinking the beer, uh, like very very methodically. That's an interesting form. And we're going with There's some foam in there. I got 21-23. Steven has official 22-10. Oh, that was not the thing that needed to be in the microphone. I, <laughs> I watch. I, I, I tell people all my weird YouTube holes. Um, I talked about the guy who's trying to start a plane from 1968. No, there's more beer. That doesn't count. That's like head just settling on the bottom. I know. Well, John Taffer told me like 20% of beer is foam. I don't know. I'll remember to get that and clean it up. Ugh. All right. Um, <laughs> get on a lot of YouTube holes. And that guy, there's a guy who's trying to start that old plane. Um, not really working for him. He's on, a, he's on part three. Um, but I also watch, like, uh, shipwreck and diving videos. Mm-hmm. And there was this one guy who got trapped in a, a cave because underwater caves are uh, dangerous. So you shouldn't go in them. You'll get trapped and die. Uh, but he was like, I need to be methodical with all the air I have left. Um, and that's how I felt. I need to be methodical with every single sip. With every single breath, I needed to take the biggest gulp I could. I think the first gulp you took messed you up because you took too much in. Yeah, and, and then I you're like, oh, I couldn't do it. That's what happened to me. It's a, it's a weird bat. It's a weird uh, contraction to drink uh, drinks from because the bottom just does some things where it sends all the, the juice towards you way too fast. <laughs> I, I love this comment by KPW. Yeah, yeah, You're the Zach Remillard of chugging. You're just bunting your, your way around the base pass. I, 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 I need to practice. <laughs> I need to practice my bunts. <laughs> that is absolutely perfect. Hey, if you have four bunt singles, that's like a home run. <laughs> uh, oh, Jesus. Um, <laughs> Sean's dying. All right. Um, can you scroll up just a little bit? Um, the burps are going to be tough on the podcast tomorrow. I, I don't know if a lot of people uh, listen to this in a podcast form still. Sorry, uh, podcast people. Do people listen? I mean, yeah. the, so- the, the, pod- the, the socks suck. They do. They're so bad. People listen, like, <laughs> religiously. They wake up, go to work, and listen to us here at uh, CHGO. I know our guy Love Todd listens. So much. Yes, he does. Todd Welter listens every day. <laughs> Good guy, um, but yeah. Back. Oh, uh, scroll. Glad you're back. No. I'm sorry. I'm I'm here. I'm 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 excited to talk. Uh, I think there was one more, uh, just up a little bit more. Um, thank you to Matthew. Uh, but Baloney saying, uh, Sean was like one of those bird paperweights that pops up and down. Oh. I felt like it. <laughs> that is perfect, Baloney. Uh, <laughs> just drinking some of the water, and like never, Homer with the just hitting the button, <laughs> hitting the key. <laughs> I never understood the point of those things bobbing. I need to watch more Sim- uh, Simpsons too. Um, Anyways, should we do some ad reads here? Let's do it. All right. I'm going to burp. I was really hoping Vinny would call in mid-chug and be like, what the hell's going on here? I'm a bad host. I got to be honest. Obviously, I I don't know how to chug. Um, But CHGO Crosstown Classic coverage is presented by Hooters. Hooters is your spot to catch all the games this season. Step up to our plate for our world-famous wings, delicious seafood, stacked sandwiches, salads, great drink specials, and more. At Hooters, it's always easy to pick a winner. They have 11 Chicagoland locations. Visit OriginalHooters.com for more information. Oh, Jesus. Um, <laughs> and just to expand a little bit more, um, I, I should have done that at the top. So uh, our friends over at Hooters, they have been great uh, with sponsoring all of this Crosstown coverage. They're celebrating 40 years in business all year long. It's been 40 years since the 1983 opening of Hooters, since the 1983 uh, White Sox team. So go celebrate with them on September 4th. They're hosting throwback events, bringing the 80s back with 83 scent wings and other great specials. Uh, and again, uh, they're celebrating 40 years in business. Congratulations to them, and you could visit uh, their 11 Chicagoland locations or visit OriginalHooters.com for more information. Also want to let you know about our friends over at Factor Meal Kits. They sent us over a ton of uh, meals to try. Um, I tried, I think it was the protein one. Did you try the same one, Herb? No, I tried the uh, uh, carb-conscious one. Oh, 
How was, how was that one? Real good, real good. They uh, bring some uh, zucchini noodles with a nice uh, chicken breast, and then some, uh, I think it's a spicy sriracha sauce on top of that. Delicious. All of their stuff is delivered on Tuesdays, and they offset 100% of their delivery emissions, uh, source 100% renewable electricity for their uh, production sites and offices, and feature sustainably sourced seafood in their meals. You can... Uh, rest assured that you're making a sustainable choice with Factor, whether you're picking the Calorie Smart, the Vegan Plus Veggie, the Protein Plus, the Keto. Um, and again, it is very easy just to help yourself out. Um, if you're trying to enjoy the beautiful weather this time out during the summer, maybe you have a nine to five job and you just want to come home, eat something, and then run out the door, Factors America's number one ready to eat meal kit can help you fuel up fast with flavorful and nutritious ready to eat meals delivered straight to your door. You'll save time, eat well, and stay track on your on. You'll stay on track. Uh, to reaching your goals and uh, they're never frozen they're fresh meals are ready in just two minutes so all i have to do is heat and enjoy then go back outside and soak up the warm weather so head to factormeals.com slash chgosox50 and use code chgosox50 to get 50 percent off that's code chgosox50 at factormeals.com slash chgosox50 to get you guessed it 50 percent off thank and you to our friends over at factor meals and I tried their vegetarian chili, too, which, you know, I didn't think I was going to like because I'm not a vegetarian. Usually the vegetarian stuff that people offer, not that great. I'm telling you what, Factor, got it done. Boom. It tastes just like regular chili. Did not miss meaty chili at all. This is, tastes just exactly like it. I don't know how they did it. And like they said, it is two minutes. Sometimes you get those things that say two minutes and you got to put it in like extra seconds. No, it was perfectly two minutes. Just put a slit in the, in the in both sides of the package herb is uh is, is, is spitting facts as they would say um and then those smoothies they sent mercy those smoothies they sent us sick do you have a favorite flavor i like the mango, uh, mango. Yeah. yeah boom there you go jinx um so yeah go try the mango smoothies because those are really real good um now we do want to let you know about our DraftKings king of the game do we have the fun little sound effect i think this is one of the yeah best we, sound we do of course um, thank you very much that's great two for five tonight again a lot of hard hit balls one of them was a home run. 110, home run. 110 <laughs> exit velocity off poor Julian Merriweather, hitting it 422 feet. Uh, and when you do, oh, sorry, Cubs fan just oh, disliked us. Uh, down by a Cub fan. When you hit a home run, you do get an RBI. So shout out to La Pantera. Herb's rocking the chain. Uh, he is our DraftKings king of the game. And two, uh, there is UFC uh, 292 coming up. A bantamweight battle for the belt is going down this Saturday. Aljamain Sterling and Sean O'Malley will fight for the title. Uh, so go over to DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of the UFC. New, new customers can bet just $5 to get $150 in bonus bets. Again, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code CHGO. New customers can bet just $5 on UFC 292 to get $150 in bonus bets instantly. That's this Saturday only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code CHGO. Sean O'Malley's a crazy man, but Algermaine Sterling's pretty uh, pretty disciplined. I would go with Sterling. Those New Yorkers know what they're doing in fights. Um, let's go out to Wrigley Field to our guy, Vinny Duber, our CHGO White Sox beat writer. You can follow him on X at Vinny Duber. Hi, Vinny. Hi guys, how are you? Ooh, I'm echoey in here. Go ahead. What's up? You look comfy and warm in the in the Wrigley press box. Yeah, I, clo- I found a booth. I closed the window. This was that big shout out to our guy Ryan Herrera who told me how to do this the right way. I was planning on like standing in the back of the press box and yelling and disrupting everyone. So this is uh, this is working out lovely. Very nice. Um, and how how was the weather? You talked about the wind. I know it was blowing in, so you, it seems like you're wearing a sweater. I'm wearing long sleeves, but it was really nice. I mean, like, you know, it's cooler than you would expect for August, certainly, but uh, but it was nice. Listen, I'll say a lot of th- negative things about Wrigley Field, but you can't really beat the view. And, you know, so when you've got the, the sun going down, the ivy, you know, the, the, the lake, when you get to see an L train go by, it's all very... It's all very, very nice, I think. So the pretty nice views. I'll give them a thumbs up for the views here at, at Wrigley Field, no doubt about it. And one more thing about Wrigley Field. When you did the post game, did they go to the actual uh, auditorium or did you have to go up to that terrible-ass clubhouse? I was in the White Sox Visitors Clubhouse post game, yes. <laughs> Pre right. and post, yeah. Yeah. Is it terrible? I mean, it used to be really bad, but I think they've renovated since I've last been there, so it's l- less terrible. 
I, I was in too. the old one. I was in the old one covering the White Sox. I've been in the new one covering the White Sox. It is a vast improvement over what it used to be, but I would venture a guess that it is still one of the, if not the worst, one of the worst uh, visiting clubhouses in baseball. Not for, you know, you know, amenities and stuff. I'm sure the guys get taken care of nicely here on the north side, but uh, just in terms of uh, uh, the square footage and the uh, logistics of trying to interview people in there. I liked your uh, your point, though, about seeing the L trains. I actually thought that was uh, pretty distracting during the Bruce Springsteen concert. Um, I kept looking out and just seeing, oh, there's an L train. Ooh, there's an L train. Ooh, there's an L train. Um, so as, as someone with ADHD, it is fun, but also distracting. Um, I guess I'm delaying the inevitable. Luis Robert Jr. hit that ball really far, huh? <laughs> hit it really hard, too. My goodness. It's, uh, it was, listen, the, the talk of pregame was Luis Robert Jr. I had two separate stories that I had written about him and all his pregame comments and all the pregame comments about him. And then he had to go and uh, force a little rewrite for me. But uh, certainly he is the story of the day, no doubt about it. And uh, that home run, I mean, I, I, I got I got Aloy Jimenez. What year would have that been? 2019 vibes? Um, from from that home run. I mean, remember the one he hit here at Wrigley Field as a game winner? Got kind of the same feeling of that. Of course, that was a team on the rise. This is a team uh, that is 24 games below 500, so a little bit uh, of a reality check when you, when you walk away from it. But it did feel like that in the moment. Hey, here's this young guy, the future of this team, hitting a big home run on the crosstown stage. Uh, you uh, you were very correct, Sean, in getting the uh, the conversation going amongst us of uh, what was what's been the biggest Luis Robert Jr. home run in his career because uh, this was definitely up there. Uh, if not, you know, simply because of the opponent, it might end up being it might end up being the more memorable one. This is a a good uh, lead into what I was going to ask Vinny. How, you know, not winning a lot of games for a team is you know tough, but when you do, it's nice. But I was wondering if there was extra today, like in that clubhouse after the game. Did you feel that these guys felt like White Sox fans are feeling right now, where they're kind of happy about a team that's 24 games below 500, but they beat their crosstown rivals? It felt like that atmosphere was there. Uh, listen, Crosstown, I don't think has the heft that it used to, you know what I mean? I think the novelty's kind of worn off and especially when one, if not both of the teams are pretty low in the standings, uh, which has been the case over the last few years. Um, that's not great. Right. And so th there's not a lot of buzz that, that needs to be drawn from that. I'm not sure it was that they got this win in this fashion over the Cubs, but that they got this win in this fashion over a good team. I mean, the Cubs are a good team. They're fighting for a playoff spot and, you know, to be able to do this, even, you know, I say on this stage, on this crosstown stage, even if it isn't the bright lights of what it was several, many years ago, um, it's a good team that they beat. They played a really good game. They played good defense. They, they, the bullpen was tremendous, I thought. Um, and then you had, uh, you know, clutch hitting. So when you do all those things, hey, look, this is what the White Sox have been trying to do all season long. Put, a get, put together a night like this, that clutch home run is kind of, goes to symbolize that this was a good game and a big win, no matter who the opponent was, just because this team has failed to do that so many times this season. And as Fred points out, you see the crisp throw by Grandal right on the bag, right? Zach Rimmelard didn't have to move his glove to get Nico Horner. The Zach Rimmelard play deep into the hole into right field. Just, it seemed like they were just playing for something a little extra there. The crisp defense, and you said it right there, that, they just picked the ball up. The bullpen, which I thought was going to fail miserably, that I told people bet money line on the Cubs because our bullpen is young and experienced. But Ramsey came in, Bummer came in, and Groot Santos came in and shut the door. It's just amazing to see that all the things that they've been working on all year long and the late scratch by Tim Anderson, you get all this goodness and you beat a team that is actually good. And speaking of Tim Anderson, How's he doing? What's is there an update post game on what Tim Anderson's going through? Because that was a really late scratch for him to be out of the game, like within an hour of game time. Yeah, I think Pedro kind of brushed it off as not being a huge deal, but what it was is he had a little bit of a soreness in his neck when he turned his head to the left like this, and because that's his batting stance, that's what he needs to bat. 
that would be coming up quite a bit for him during the game. So it must maybe it was something that they found in BP or while he was doing pregame work that hey, when he's hitting, it's really bothering him. So you know they decided not to not to play him tonight. But um, uh, like I said, Pedro didn't seem to describe it as something that was too serious. So and he, did he comment if he'll play tomorrow? He did not. Okay. All right. Well, we'll see. I want to talk more about Luis Robert. That one's real fun. Um, <laughs> I, I loved the comment from Aloy after uh, the 25th home run that he hit off of Bassett. Um, you brought up the the prettiest home runs uh, that Luis Robert has had in his career. One of them this year uh, was off of Chris Bassett where he hits a, a sweeper to the moon and just kind of like stares at his bat like, what did you just do? Uh, and I think so, so you guys asked Luis Robert, like, what, would you, what were you doing there? And he was like, I don't know. I just kind of spaced out and just started running to first base. Uh, did he have any comment after uh, tonight's home run? No. He declined to talk this evening. He spoke to us at lengthly pregame, so he was not interested in answering more questions today. Oh, well, hmm. he let the back talk himself. Uh, stick he talk, as Tim Anderson would say. Um, then let, let's go to the pregame comments, because at least one of those jumped out uh, to a lot of White Sox Twitter. Uh, Luis Robert Jr., and this is from your Twitter, quote, I don't see myself as a leader. I try to do my job and be on the field and do the things that we should all push to do and maybe be an example for others, but I don't see myself as a leader, end quote. And then he was asked if there are any leaders on this team. He said, quote, I don't know, end quote. I personally don't care about this comment, but uh, would you want to add a little bit more color from the back and forth with Luis pregame today? Well, I would just say that there's there's a lot in there, and I think people, you know, whatever, react to it however you want at this point. But I think there's a lot in there, and, and listen, we've had guys who were pointed out by Team Brass as leadership types, right? We had Rick Hahn. Uh, you know, notably mention Andrew Vaughn a couple of times as a guy who's showing and could take more of a leadership role. Then you turn and you go to Andrew Vaughn about it and he says, ah, whatever, I'm not really trying to do that. Well, we'll figure it out. I'm just trying to go about my business kind of thing. This could be that because Pedro Grafol on multiple occasions has pointed at Luis Robert Jr. as having leadership traits, right? Whether it's taking Oscar Colas under his wing, a, a rookie, a, a fellow Cuban who comes up here, hey, Luis Robert Jr. is going to play the role of that Jose Abreu played to those guys to, to Oscar Colas. Uh, there's also just him talking the other day about how badly, and, and today again, about how badly he wants to be on the field this year and play 150 games or more. And, and we bring that up to Pedro, and Pedro's like, that's leadership right there. That's leadership right there. And sure, it, the stuff that, that he's saying about how he badly wanted to be in the lineup, even though he's not back to 100% with the sprained finger, I mean, it's admirable. That's what you would call Jose Abreu stuff right there, isn't it? So, um, and then he just goes, oh, no, I don't think of myself as a leader. So in the at the end of the day, this might just be humility, right? And that might just be all it is, is you don't go out and say you're a leader. You show that you're a leader kind of thing. Um, and at the end of the day, that's what this might be. At the same time, the White Sox don't need Luis Robert Jr. to be their leader just because he's the best player on the team, right? If that's not his personality, that's not his personality. He's getting paid to go out, hit home runs, play gold glove defense, steal bases, and he's been doing that at an exceptional level this season. They don't need that sixth tool to be leadership, right? Can, can you tell that? Can you tell that I'm basically remembering what I wrote in the story because that was pretty good. Um, they don't need that the sixth tool player to have the sixth tool of leadership. Uh, you know what I mean? And so the White Sox need a leader. They don't need that guy to be the leader, right? Just because he's the best player on the team. So it'd be nice if he wanted to be that guy. But I mean, I I think that also everything that he said hey, I want to go about my business the right way and show everybody how to do it and maybe lead by example and maybe be an example kind of thing. That's a way to be a leader. So, I mean, I think there's a lot of different angles to look at that comment there. The, the, the coda, if you will, the, the end bit there kind of is what jumps out, right? Is that he looks around the locker room and comes up with an I don't know. Now, maybe that is a indictment of what the White Sox clubhouse is at the moment. Or maybe it's just a guy who doesn't know how to answer that question. And you throw the language barrier in there, too. And maybe it's just like, I, I don't know, man. What do you want me to say kind of thing? So, again, I would just I would I would keep when you're reading those quotes, I would keep an open mind that there are a lot of different parts to it and that there are a lot of different ways to read it. Um, I'm sure different people all over Twitter had different reactions because they read it in a different way. So um, do I think this is the big end of the world that Luis Robert Jr. isn't stepping up to the plate to take that? leadership role upon his shoulders for this team? No, not at all, because 
that guy might be on this team right now, that leader, that next leader that they are looking for. He might be on this team right now and, and is just yet to blossom into that role. He might be coming up through the minor leagues and he might be on another team right now and they're going to go sign him or trade for him this, this off season. So we'll see what happens, but let's just remember there is a big focus on what's going on in that clubhouse. We heard Pedro's comments after the trade deadline and after Keenan Middleton spoke about, Hey, I thought the guys that were leaders in there didn't end up being leaders. So let's not just brush this aside. There is an obvious leadership vacuum in that, in that clubhouse right now to an extent um, and Luis Robert Jr. saying that he doesn't know who the leaders are or if there are any leaders in there is further pointing out that that vacuum exists. And uh, you, like you said, Vinny, I don't need him to be the leader. Um, he's too good of a player to care what he does with the team. If he's not a leader and doing this, baby, don't be a leader ever again. And some people know themselves, and I think Luis knows himself that he he doesn't want to be quote-unquote leader, and he might think of leader as a, the rah-rah type, the guy who's like, oh, let's go, guys, let's win this game by 17 runs type of garb, garbage. He's not that. And so if the players can look at him and say, I'm going to follow what he does, he's good. That, by de facto, by de fact, is him being a leader by not being a leader, just showing. But I think maybe the manager should be the leader. I know that. You know, managers like to be hands-off and let the players do their thing, but once you don't have a leader established, that's on the manager to be the leader in the clubhouse if you need rah-rah speeches, if you need a person to follow if you don't have one in the actual 26-man. So I have no problem with Luis, Robert, or anybody not being a leader on the White Sox. I need the person who gets paid for it, Pedro, and the rest of the coaches, the general manager and the VP, to be leaders when there is a void of leadership at the White Sox. I would rather uh, a Luis Robert than a uh, Brett Gardner type. Oh, like yeah. red-ass Brett Gardner <clears throat> falling off 11 pitches in that bat to go down swing. Or like Eric Burns. Like, yeah. guys, we need to slide. Let's go, yeah. guys. Or, Let's go. Again, I'm a leader. You bring up Keenan Middleton. Uh, all, all those pitchers spoke in Toronto and Andrew Benatendi. So, hey, uh, you know, just stepping up and being that leader. But, um, I, I, again, we, we just got done – kind of eulogizing Jose Abreu's career. Were there a lot of speeches that are, are stick out for Jose Abreu? Is there a Jason Hayward, like, rah-rah, you know, rain delay, game seven, two, 2016, like, speech from Jose Abreu? Like, no. He was a very humble person that went and played games. What Luis Robert Jr. wants to do is go out, play games, and let his amazing home runs speak for themselves. I have no problem with that because he's really good at hitting home runs as we have seen tonight. Um, we're going to take a break. Uh, just after this one thing, I do want to bring up, though, you kind of talked about the the leadership and, and the coded uh, language, possibly. Uh, you also did tweet out this from Pedro Grafal. Um, for the why is Elvis Andres crowd still here? I asked Pedro Grafal what uh, Andres prov provides in the clubhouse. Um, here is his answer. Uh, he's obviously been in the game a long time. He knows the game. He knows leadership. Uh, but he's got a lot of energy. He brings a lot of energy to this clubhouse every single night into this dugout. He's been in this game a long time, and he knows the window of this game can sometimes be small, and he appreciates and cherishes every day he comes out here and puts on a uniform. That's good for our guys to see, not just uh, not just our guys, all of us. Uh, this thing doesn't last forever, and to have a guy that comes out here and has done it for so long and comes out and completely appreciates this major league opportunity, it's definitely leadership for our young guys. Um, I don't know what you make of that quote. Um, again, I don't think Luis Robert Jr. needs to see Elvis Andres put on a jersey every single day to show up, and I, I think that's maybe why he responds, I don't know to that comment. He also might be, again, like you said, saying, I don't know to that comment because he just wants to go hit home runs because he's really good at that. I mean, you got Elvis Andres on this team for the last calendar year, for a full year, pretty much. And if they haven't picked up what the leadership that he's throwing down, it's not going to be picked up in this last month and a half. So I get what Pedro's saying, but there is no reason for Elvis to be on this team anymore. Like, for leadership? Leadership for who? Who's, I don't know. Like, if they haven't picked the message up, they ain't going to pick the message up. And so they're not bringing anybody new up. So who is he leading? I mean, just, I know it's out of Pedro's hands. He's not... He's not deciding to DFA people. but And so he's got to say the positive things about Elvis, and that's good. And Elvis has been hitting as of late, whatever that means. But 
to have him on the team for his energy and leadership where he's not really doing anything. I would rather see a young player who's struggling down in AAA to get major league at bats so he can go back in the offseason and say, okay, I struggled it this, that, and the other. I need to go to winter ball or to the fall league or somewhere to get better at this. And so when I hit spring training, I'm ready to hit the ground running, and maybe I'm a candidate to be the second baseman of the 2024 White Sox instead of Elvis, who we know it's not going to be here in 2024 taking those at-bats that could be going to somebody who's could use those at-bats and be used in the future for the White Sox? I think um, there's a, a few things going on there. I mean, I think people's opinion on Elvis Andrews have been colored by the numbers that he's put up, right? And so I think if this is a guy who's hit 300 the whole season and he's still playing on this team, but his contract is up and he's not going to be the 2024 second baseman. I don't think you're hearing quite as many complaints about his continued play, even if those same points are true, right? That, Hey, he's not going to be the second baseman next year. They could bring up a young guy and give him those at bats. But I think there's so many people going, get rid of him because his numbers are not good. Um, You know, and haven't been the entire season. Uh, But what I keep bringing up is I think there's a team that is looking to basically redo the way that it's clubhouse works from a, I'm going to use the word again, culture standpoint, or, you know, a leadership standpoint, whatever. This is a team that's looking for positivity. This is a team that's looking for positive presences. And if he is part of that, if he's part of, Hey, yeah, I'll, I'll help you over a, a seven week stretch, help you steer this team in a, in a dire- in the direction you want it to be steered in what, you know, is I understand why they wouldn't want to just get rid of him just to get rid of him. Um, I think people are sick of seeing him ground out or sick of seeing him strike out. And so that's what they uh, are reacting to. But I, I think the reason I asked Pedro that question is because there obviously is more to it than just the results on the field, because if it was just the results on the field, then, you know, you're, you're absolutely right. What's, you know, what's the point I'm looking at for a point, and I think, and I do think that there is that he is a positive presence in that clubhouse. Make of that what you will. Um, we're going to take a quick break now that we've discussed leadership, mm-hmm. uh, and we're going to talk about Luis Roberts' greatest hits because uh, man, was that home run fun! Now I'm seeing the replay of him shushing the crowd too, uh, and seeing the Cubs fan. I know I've seen the the, the still of the, the Cub fan flipping him off. Yeah. Uh, but now to see Luis Robert actually shushing them, uh, taking one out of uh, TA's book. So hey, maybe there's leadership right there. TA's taught them swag. Uh, Jose Abreu's learned to uh, sh- teach them to show up every single day. Tim Anderson has taught them swag. Elvis Andrews has taught them to put on a jersey and how to button those buttons. Um, we're going to take a quick break and let you know about Goose Island Beer Company. What? I'm just being, a, I'm just being sarcastic, folks. Um, Goose Island Beer Company is the best beer in Chicago. Cody Del Mendo spitting facts when he says that. Uh, CHGO is supported by Goose Island Beer Company. Uh, Herb and I are one deep. Uh, they've been Chicago's beer since 1988. They have a lovely 312 weed ale that Herb can drink in f- five seconds. Um, I could drink one in, what, 21 no, I don't think that's right. Um, but you can also enjoy the Goose Island IPA, a six-time medal award winner at Great American Beer Fest. You can enjoy the Tropical Beer Hug. It's a dry-hopped Imperial IPA. It's at 9.9% alcohol. That's dangerously easy to drink. Herb can chug them in one fatal swoop. Uh, and there's also the Full Pocket Pills. There's an everyday beer. It's what the brewers are drinking over at the Clybourne Avenue uh, establishment, the Goose Island Original Brew House in Lincoln Park, or their tap room on Fulton Street in West Ham. Town Goose Island Beer Company, Chicago's Beer. I think they're also like very limited tickets to tomorrow's event, the Crosstown uh, Classic. I heard there was two left two. yesterday. Two left, and Goose Island's helping us put that on uh, at Almost Home, and then obviously the game tomorrow starting at 7.10. So if you do have a chance, go buy tickets at allchgo.com. And thank you to Goose Island for your support. And those tickets are less expensive than the ones you would find on the secondary market on a different secondary market. So if you want looking to go to Cubs Sox tomorrow, 
You're going to get a, a deal with us at All CHO, so you better hurry up and get it. Fix your chain, sir. You flipped it. Oh, um, man. Also, take on the sun with Gear Built to Last. My Shady Rays aren't here, but uh, take on the sun with Gear Built to Last. Our friends at Shady Rays have you covered with the warm weather ahead with premium polarized shades at an affordable price. Shady Rays is an independent sunglasses company that offers a world-class product that's just as good as any expensive pair we've worn. They have durable frames and extremely clear optics for outdoor adventures. And that's not all. Shady Rays offers the most insane protection program in all of eyewear. Every pair of sunglasses backed by lost and broken replacements if you lose or oh, that's a horrible pour uh, if you lose or break your pair even on day one they told us they will send you a brand new pair no questions asked you can wear your shady rays there's gonna be so much foam on that buddy you gotta tip that more um no questions asked wear your shady rays with confidence because they have your back long after your purchase if you don't love your shady rays exchange them for a new pair return them for free within 30 days there's no risk when you shop their team always has your back and exclusively for our listeners shady rays is giving out their best deal of the season go to shadyrays.com and use code chgo for 50 percent off two plus pairs of polarized shades try for yourself the shades rated five stars by over two hundred fifty thousand people and again we brought up the uh deal tomorrow for you to go to the Crosstown event. If you are a diehard, you can take advantage of that. Check out AllCHGO to sign up. You get this lovely box sent to you that contains a free shirt when you become a member, uh, a lot of nice free swags. You get a card as well, uh, a members-only card uh, that shows up and some stickers. Uh, you also get access to our members-only Discord, the CHGO Lounge, and premium written content at AllCHGO.com. And you get 20% off to our events like the CHGO kick Kickoff Classic at Conk Hill, happening on August 25th at 9 a.m., 18 holes of the cart with ticket purchase, and you'll also get an exclusive CHGO and Pins and Aces golf towel for all players, and there'll be some hole contests, giveaways and prizes, lunch, drinks, and a ceremony after the round. So make sure you're using that diehard discount to get 20% off the CHGO Kickoff Classic or the Crosstown event tomorrow. Herb, and, what and, are you doing? And as Alex says, foam is good, keeps the beer fresh, and also you're less gassy. After you drink it with a little bit of foam. Okay, are you chugging another beer? I am. If you're going to do that, you got to give me just a second here. Okay. okay. i got to set up the timer. Why right are now. you doing this? I'm going to do it at the end of the show. So oh, okay. just wait. Just but wait, like, Steven. What, what's... what's? Because what? I feel unsatisfied with my time. I splashed it on my face the first time. Okay, so you think you can go under five? Yeah. Okay. All right, Vinny. Well... We're going to do it at the end of the show. We're going to do it at the end of the show after we talk about Luis Robert Jr. and his uh, very pretty home runs. Uh, I did put out a poll on at CHG underscore White Sox saying prettiest Luis Robert Jr. home run. I gave people four options. There was the one tonight. There was the 25th home run of 2023 where he stared at the bat off of Chris Bassett at home. There was the Grand Slam in Minnesota in 2022 right before the all-star break um, and right before his bout with vertigo a yep. crazy situation last year or his postseason home run off of mike fires in the al was that wild card or DS? no it was a ds it was ds it was the wild, wild, card, wild card series wild, yeah, wild, card, oh, wild card, series. card series okay so even like ds wow very 2020 very weird um the winner of that one will be revealed after I ask you two gentlemen, what is your favorite out of those four? Or you can go off the board. I'll let you get crazy because you guys can expand on your own uh, platforms with your own mic. So, uh, Vinny, I'll give it to you first. Uh, what's the prettiest or most aesthetically pleasing home run Luis Robert Jr. has hit in his career? Well, that's quite a uh, narrow question. I think it is probably one of the ones that you picked. I mean, the one tonight was just just exploded out of here. So that certainly, uh, you know, I'll, I'll take some recency bias with that, but I think it's probably got to be that playoff game against the A's just because it went so very, very far. I believe it was one of the two hard uh, furthest hit home runs that year in that entire season. Um, one that you did not mention that I will always remember was the one that he hit in Kansas city that year uh, in 2020, that same series in which he made that ridiculous diving catch in the outfield. He also hit a ball pretty much all the way to, uh, to the state of Kansas, which is, you know, impressive. So uh, there's that. Uh, and then I had to, I had to exit out. We can't say tweet anymore, right? I, I X'd it. Is that the, is that the correct verbiage? <laughs> Um, so I had to exit out, uh, the one that I captured on film during spring training in 2020, uh, that was taking place right before that pandemic shortened season started up again. Uh, it was just an inter-squad game. I believe he hit it off of Carlos Rodon. Uh, he swung the bat. He fell down. He tripped over his own feet. He fell down. The ball still went out of the ballpark. Uh, and that was just fun because I was one of like four people who were in the stands actually got to witness that. Uh, but uh, it was practice. But I will go ahead and give that an honorable mention because it was hilarious. And uh, I remember it happening. Mine has to be the postgame one where he hit it off of Mike Fires 
I think 485. And 487. He tossed the bat like he was felt disrespected that Mike Fires was actually stepping on the mound versus him. <laughs> he just like flung the bat. He's like and ran hard too, Stephen, for your edification. I got ran, ran out of the box, even though that ball was hit 487. <laughs> I don't know why he was so hustling, but it just made that game so so great. And he uh, is a once in a lifetime talent that the White Sox haven't seen, I don't think, ever. It's just a phenomenal guy. And the one you're talking about, Vinny, where he almost destroyed the Royals Hall of Fame with that bomb is also beautiful. And, like, that whole series where he just pretty much showed Kansas City Royals, like, this is going to be a long time before you guys get up on us, even though they beat us the last two series, season series. But Luis Robert does work down there in Kansas City, too. So it's just a pleasure to see him. And now he's hitting home runs consistently versus the Cubs. I think every single series he's hit, at least an extra base hit versus the Cubs. So every series, at least one base hit, extra base hit, and then he's hit three home runs in starts that Kyle Hendricks has started. Yeah, he, he came into today batting 381 in his career versus the Cubs. He went two for five today, so that's a little higher now. You had one for five on the graphic. I think it's oh, yeah, two. two for four. You had two for four. Two, two, for, for, five. two for five. You had two for five on the, on the graphic. Up. I'm not sure. Two for five. Massive home run. Um, oh, you did. Okay, you had two for five. Um, mm, so, gosh. longest home run in his career is the AL wild card game off of Mike Fires, 487 feet. Um, second is the KC one that you're mentioning, Vinny, 558 feet. Whoa, 580 um, feet. So you five. 487, 458. Okay, I, I, I do that all the time with fives and fours. I got you. Um, 458. So, uh, a big 20-foot gap there. It just makes it massively impressive. Um, I think it's the only fastball, um, at least out of the ones that we discussed, because even that Kansas City one, that was a slider um, as well or a breaking ball. So um, the only fastball that has been absolutely tanked by him um, is the one off of fires. Um, I, I think this one has to be my favorite, though, just because with the added shush, that's oh. that's cold. You're going into that place, and you're – Shushing them after hitting a home run. That's that's what I'm like. They know, like they don't do that to a Tuesday night Minnesota Twins game. That doesn't happen. I would love to see Luis Robert Jr. become like Manny Ramirez. Oh, you know, just like better. play with that swag. That, oh yeah, okay. That, that that uh that confidence and just go out there and just start mashing, hit like 54 home runs and like what like 170 RBIs. Like I'm I'm down for. Well, it. his answer to Vinny pretty much tells me he don't give a fuck. He's like, I'm a champion. I don't need to be a leader. Follow me. Right. He already knows he's the stuff. He's How many got of you swag. can do 30, 30, exactly. 30. Um, anyways, uh, anything else, Vinny, from the clubhouse that we need to know, or, you, or can we put a bow on this? We can put a bow on it. I think, you know, uh, certainly a topic of conversation after the game was uh, Gregory Santos, you know, a five-out save, and he looked dominant tonight. I mean, he really, that especially in that ninth inning, uh, those first two events where he got the strikeouts, I mean, those guys weren't hitting it. And, and I, I put it in the piece that I wrote uh, a couple of days ago. There was a quote from Aaron Bummer, uh, I believe, I, within the last few days, that was him telling the story about watching Santos, where it was Dylan Cease walked up to him and said, how did we get this guy? I mean, like, it, just like they, the, the other pitchers realized that this is a guy who's got special stuff. And uh, boy, has he used it all year long. He's probably been the best Probably he has been the best pitcher in their bullpen this year. Um, Gregory Santos looked awesome tonight. He's looked awesome all year. And with Liam Hendricks, even if that option gets picked up or they find a way to bring him back, he's going to miss most, if not all of next season. Gregory Santos is going to be the closer on this team next year. So it starts now. It's very funny that um, you bring that up because it's literally the Cubs reaction too. Yeah. Like Luke and Cody were like, who the hell is this guy? Like, where, where did you find this guy that has a 92-mile-per-hour a slider? Like, poor Candelario didn't I, even stand a chance. I literally told him in the seventh inning, I'm like, you guys got to catch the White the White Sox in the eighth inning. If you don't catch them in the eighth inning and they have the lead going into the ninth, the game is over. Groot Santos is going to come in and shut you down. I was like, he's not been the closer for long, but he's got a 100-plus fastball and a 92-mile-per-hour slider. The Cubs are not going to touch, and they did not touch him at all. He was extra filthy today. It was good to see because, uh, man – like sweating, ninth innings, that stuff is a thing of the past now. Vinny, if you want to dip, feel free. Um, or if you want to see a man uh, crush a beer, uh, feel free to watch as well. In six um, seconds. Uh, we're we're going to uh, – I'm more so worried about the cleanliness of that thing. That's a that's a yeah. Cub – that's a one of – that's from our Cub show. Is that correct? I'm yeah. Not, I'm not uh, – did you watch wash it, Herb? No. No. Mm. No, we're like mm. living in uh, 
old school, like we're in a a, a frat house. I wiped it yeah, like communion. I don't like that. I wiped it like communion. <laughs> if that helps, if that I resonates, it's um, not really a reference I get, but. It's okay. not, not good either. Oh, well, all right. Well, anyways, uh, Herb's going to try to uh, crush your beer. Uh, that's Vinny Duber, our CHGO White Sox beat writer. You can follow him on it. Oh, you're going to go. Okay. I'm so sorry. Uh, you can follow Vinny on Twitter at Vinny Duber. He's our CHGO White Sox beat writer. Uh, 4.68. 5.68. All right. So we, we could probably say that. Herb, we know, we know that the beer is good, but whatever else you just swallowed, I, I, can't, I can't vouch for. Wow. <laughs> I got you. Bugs. I'll uh, be all, right. all the All the roof that just comes down. See if I show up tomorrow at uh, Almost Home. If I don't show up at Almost Home tomorrow, Cody's poisoned me. Oh, Jesus. All right. Uh, well, that's Vinny Duber. Uh, you can follow him on X at Vinny Duber. He's our CHGO White Sox beat writer, and he's got some Luis Robert pieces uh, in the works, so make sure you're checking out allchgo.com to read those. That's the beer-chugging machine and La Pantera wearing uh, necklace, or La Pantera necklace wearing. First time, Vinny. Herb Lawrence. Called it. You can follow him on X at Ecknerwall23. You can follow the show at CHGO underscore White Sox. Shout out to Tuki Tucson. It's a Tuki Tuesday. He was fantastic. Uh, and you can follow me on, on Twitter at Sean underscore W underscore Anderson. Uh, that's going to do it. Sox win. And we will talk to you on Thursday during the Sox off day. Bye.